0: Yale Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Take This Job and Love It, the podcast that walks you through the ins and outs of the job and career search. My name is Brian Frenette, and I serve as Senior Associate Director in the Office of Career Strategy. And I'm joined today by my colleagues.
1: Stephanie Waite, Senior Associate Director and part of the Common Good and Creative Careers team at the Office of Career Strategy. And I'm Julia Burke, also Senior Associate Director at OCS.
0: All right, so we are joining you today on Tuesday, April 7th. We say that because this episode is to address uh, a lot of the things that have shifted or changed due to the COVID-19 situation. Uh, we realize that by the time this airs, there might have, may have been further changes, so we, uh, we acknowledge that, but we thought we'd join you today with a special episode that helps address some of the um, anxieties that many people are facing right now in regards to their uh, postgraduate career plans and or summer experience uh, plans. Um, we realize that this is an emotionally difficult time for a lot of people and that the impact of uh, COVID 19 is extensive. Uh, this conversation is not to advocate a blanket business as usual approach. We just want to identify uh, ways that folks can utilize their time uh, through the situation as a means to grow uh, personal and professional skills if they're so inclined. So, this is not a, a one size fits all approach. But today, we wanted to talk to you about the concept of remote work. This is something that I'm sure many of you have adapted to already in your, uh, be it uh, class or, or work uh, situations, uh, use a video chat or uh, working from home but we wanted to talk a little bit about what this looks like for a longer term summer experience or a more traditional summer experience. We wanted to talk about the various ways in which people are adapting to this model. And if you find yourself in a situation where uh, your employer has not yet adapted to this model, what you can do to sort of help uh, help yourself along the way. So um, let's let's talk about what's happening right now. And let's try to contextualize some of this for folks that may be, you know, sort of new to this, this sort of, uh, the situation, um, you know, basically everyone has had to go home. We're all in some sort of, uh, you know, uh, lockdown type of situation. It's, it's a little, you know, strenuous and a little, uh, anxiety inducing at times, but here we are. And this has now really brought forth a lot of opportunity for people to move from in-person opportunities to remote work be it in current situations, existing situations, or what they intend to be doing in the weeks or months to come. Um, So, Stephanie, in your standpoint and working with students thus far, what is is sort of like the word? Well, How are people adapting to this um, at stands, you know, on April 7th? And what, are your, what is your take on it so far?
1: Yeah, I think we're hearing a lot of different scenarios come forward. But I think um, first and foremost, you know, we do have a number of folks who have secured positions, whether that's postgraduate employment or summer opportunities, and um, you know, they're not exactly sure where it's uh, where they stand right now with those opportunities. So uh, I'm hearing from students who are saying uh, you know, I, I, I secured a position months ago. I'm uh, slated to start in, um, you know, late May or early June. Um, what should I do? Uh, because I know that the employer right now is also experiencing a whirlwind, um, of trying to get their full-time employees that are currently there either into a remote situation or, um, making alternative plans. Um, so we're hearing that we're definitely hearing, um, you know, from students who uh, uh, primarily from the kind of common good and creative career side. So that's, you know, public service, nonprofits, government, um you know, arts and entertainment, things like that, where the job search just kind of kicked off just about a month ago, right when right when covid nineteen was really um, all coming down. and so, um, so we're also hearing from students who are saying, you know, uh, what do I do now as I'm uh, seeking opportunities that I haven't yet secured? so i so I think there is. Um, a wide variety of experiences that students are having, um, that folks are having, you know, even beyond um, just the student population. I know that we have a lot of students that listen to us, but even beyond that, we we, we recognize and understand that uh, folks who are um, just kind of generally on the job search or they're career changers, um, that they're in the midst of this too.
2: Yeah, I agree. I, I've definitely spoken um, with a number of students who um, maybe have secured a summer internship, yet they haven't yet heard of whether that's still ongoing, um, either in person, either remotely, or um, unfortunately, maybe it was canceled. And so there's a lot of uh, limbo going on right now. I think that's the word that I kind of keep coming back to. Um, And I know that uh, kind of what we wanted to talk about today was either possibilities for going remote as an intern um, or creating a new opportunity that might be be remote and kind of with that focus, um, the office of career strategy has been working remotely. I believe this is our fourth, the start of our fourth week. Yep. Um, and so, uh, earlier on, we kind of put together some resources and some thoughts surrounding what does it mean to either pursue a remote opportunity as an internship or convert a current internship into a remote opportunity.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think I think, you know, as with so many things, good and clear communication is is paramount here. Right. And so if you are involved with at this point in time, if you have secured a position, be it full time or for a summer opportunity, and you have yet to hear from your employer about how they are making that adaptation, um, it's really important for you to make sure that you are checking in with the the people who could maybe answer that question for you. Yes, Julia.
2: I wanted to just point and make a point with that, Brian, and I think it's so important that you mentioned communication, because I agree 100%. Um, And I also wanna bring in what um, Stephanie said earlier about um, what employers are also kind of going through right now, Um, not even kind of going through, going through, I should be very, very explicit. There's a lot going on, there are a lot of moving pieces. So to both of your points, both Brian and Stephanie, it's important to have that communication but really include understanding and patience in that understanding as the companies that you are applying to or have an internship with are also identifying um, what their needs are and, um, you know, how they're moving forward in uncertain times. So, uh, you know, please do uh, communicate with employers, but definitely with a a level of patience and understanding for, for what their needs are as well.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I think you want to make sure that, you know, you don't bring your own apprehension or anxiety into that conversation. I think it's absolutely important to, uh, you know, tackle that anxiety in a different way. But for the nature of this conversation, and if you're going to reach out to your employer, it's fair to assume that they have also, they're learning how to adapt in this reality as well. And so that plan, you know, at this point, you would hope that many have had that plan kind of formalized or sort of determined. But if you find yourself in a situation where they're sort of actively trying to work it out, let them work it out, and and know that you are aware of the right communication channels to to uh, to work with when the time uh, presents itself. But at the same time, don't demand a, an answer today because you need that. I think it's, there's a there's a balance there, um, and and the reality is is that this is one of these types of scenarios where you know as as sort of completely mind boggling as the scenario can be, is that we're all sort of universally in it. And so there is this connection where they understand why you are concerned and you can understand why they are concerned. There's sort of a universal universality to how we're all feeling right now. And so it's important to not try to look too far ahead of things because we don't know what tomorrow or the next week may bring, but we want to begin to think constructively about what can we be doing to alter uh, a given situation so that we understand that people are safe and that people are able to do what they need to do, or if that work can change or shift over the course of time, we have to be amenable to that adaptation.
1: Yeah. So I think one of the um, essential components of this, of course, that open communication, sharing that you understand what the situation is, um, understanding that the employer is in the exact same situation too. I mean, the, the you know we talk about the employer, but these are actually people who uh, likely have children at home now. Uh, they're trying to homeschool and do their full time position and recruit new candidates. So um, there's there's likely a lot going on for them as well. Um, so I think you know one of uh, one of the key uh, maybe skills development that can happen. Um, over the course of the next few weeks is brushing up on what makes for a robust remote experience so um, so that you can actually have those conversations and let them know um, when you're having these conversations that you have that extra sliver of sophistication of understanding of what makes for um, a, a good remote work experience.
2: Yeah, and some of those projects may look quite different from what you were expecting early on. So when um, we talk about Kind of being flexible. Um, the internship that's done remotely most likely won't look 100% like the re- internship done in person. Um, there can be can maybe projects that are added or taken away. And so I think it's um, a good time to reflect on what it is you're really looking for in the summer. At the same time, being flexible and open to maybe trying some new things that um, are still uh, really important for skill development. They just might be slightly different from what you were expecting. Maybe that means, you know, uh, if there's some, you know, a different writing skill you might be able to practice kind of, you know, on your own, Uh, maybe different kind of project based uh, tasks, um, maybe more things online. Uh, You know, there's going to be things that you can do on your own, not in person. And it just takes a level of flexibility on, on the student and the employer's part to identify what those are. So in, in making an internship or asking about an internship turning to remote work, it won't look the same. And I think that's a good starting place just to kind of it's, it's not um, easy to, to accept. I, I won't sugarcoat that, but um, coming from a kind of a place of acceptance and that it won't look the same is a place to start um, because then expectations can be managed across all parties.
0: Yeah, and there's and there's something about there's something to be said especially if you're concerned about a short-term or a summer opportunity that you'll come out of that experience and when you're thinking about what it looks like on a resume the summer of 2020 will be sort of collectively seen as a a compromised time in 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 in, a, in a, again a universal way i had someone come up to me the other day and they were supposed to give a presentation at a conference this summer and the conference has been canceled and they said, well, can I still put it on my resume? And I said, I think for now, you absolutely can still say that you were invited to speak at a conference. That that does indicate an accomplishment of some sort. I think two years from now, you may not want to lean so heavily on that. I will have hoped that they've presented at other conferences in the time since. But for the short term, you can still say that you were invited to present at this conference. You had prepared accordingly. There's a story to be had there. I think you can take that story one step further if you think, again, constructively and creatively about what to do with that. Could they give the talk remotely? Is there a way that they could then work with that professional organization and say, how can I still provide this information in a unique way given the situation we find ourselves in? Even if you couldn't do that last part of it though, we'll all come out of this collectively and be like i remember when all of the conferences were canceled back in the summer of 2020 for at least you know the next year or two so there's a life uh, sort of a um, like a half life to these experiences in a very productive way where even something that you may see as as and i'm using the little air quotes here compromised actually does showcase your adaptability to a given situation and that unto itself showcases skill right and and that's something that that has a leadership competency, a management competency, and it's something that can really help evidence your transferable skills in addition to those uh, technical skills that may be uh, leveraged in the position itself.
2: Yeah, and Brian, one one thing that you mentioned that I think would um, hopefully be helpful to our listeners is you mentioned that um, you know you gave the example of someone who was invited to speak at a conference and the conference was canceled yet. This person uh, communicating with that organization to see how else they can deliver that content. Um, and so I, I think that could maybe bring us to how do uh, people t- speak within these employers to explore the opportunity for remote work? Because that can be quite nerve wracking. I understand that, you know, to kind of send these inquiries. But I do think that if you're coming from, again, that place of understanding and patience that we talked about earlier. While still approaching it uh, with kind of a very open-ended question, you know, kind of by saying, you know, what might possibilities with remote work look like to continue working? I understand that this uh, might mean some of the nature of the internship changes, but I want to start exploring this possibility um, and and chat further. So it's okay to venture the question to an employer. Knowing that they are also going through, um, kind of identifying, like we said earlier, their own needs at this time, you can certainly venture that question in communication with a current supervisor or um, recruiting contact that you
1: have.
0: Yeah, I think it's about yeah again understanding where their what their situation is and acknowledging it in your writing or if you I would recommend it through email because just of the kind of hectic nature of the day I think. Sure extending or reaching out to them via email and just saying i know that you are probably you know leveraging a number of different things but i had this idea i mean that's a nice easy professional way to engage and then it's just a matter also and again understandably these are you know fraught times but it it it's important to be patient it's important to acknowledge that again stephanie mentioned earlier like they are also they the employer are also trying to figure out what this new reality will look like in the short term and perhaps in the long. Therefore, you know, I would think that, you know, it may be twice as long of a wait as we would normally have, and that's okay. And in the short term, while you're waiting, I mean, there are things that you can do thinking about, you know, we have information on our website about uh, learning plans, for example, that I think are an excellent way for us to methodically think for ourselves about how can I document this experience? How can I think of it in in sort of the philosophical way that I'm coping with it, and how can I set goals for myself of whatever this will look like? And you can do that in the short term while you're sort of waiting for these pieces to kind of fall into place. Um, and it's just about trying to remain uh, uh, cognizant of that of that sort again that universal. A situation we all find ourselves in. So we all have the ability to make moves going forward, but it's also about being able to sort of uh, lean back and be okay with that.
1: Yeah, and I and I think you know what this is kind of pointing at too is uh, do a little bit of the heavy lifting for that employer too, if you can, right? If you have time um, to sit there and and look through the position description that you were given or the agreement that you had made with that employer, and start highlighting, circling, identifying the ways in which you can um, you can identify. What might be a a, a nice way of transitioning something that would traditionally be in person, um, but but changing it over to this remote uh, workspace? Um, and that could be actually part of your correspondence with them. You know, just checking in on my status. You know, I understand that um, there's a lot that's shifting and changing for all of us. Uh, and then, you know, these are some of the things that I've identified. Uh, you know, it's been, in, you know, I've been encouraged to look at uh, ways that this can be shifted over to remote work. And here are the top, you know, two or three things that I can see. Um, that's a nice, easy lift.
0: Yeah. The tone of that even suggests, you know, calm, right? because if you, if the tone was i've got some ideas i'll do anything else you want just let me know you know there's there's something that shifts there i know we don't like purposely look for that off tone but i think you know i i'll put myself i mean i've definitely you know caught myself feeling that way when i begin you know over the last month you know at times right and i think it's un, it's very reasonable for us to to have those moments but I think in this context, we want to make sure that we try to acknowledge that and, and take a second to be like, okay, let me let me think about how I'm actually framing this. I could say, I have a couple of ideas. I'd be willing to discuss others with you. Please get back to me when you have time. And those little things help. Those little those little touches help evidence a sense of professionalism, a sense of enthusiasm for the role, but also a sense of creativity about what the role can be. To your point, Steph.
2: Absolutely, and I think that helps with that. You know, again, with your kind of summer planning. You're putting that out there to the employer. You're suggesting something. Again, it might look different from what you thought the internship might be, but you're showing um, a certain level of um, being proactive and thinking about that flexibility in the role. Um, And I think we alluded to this earlier, but a learning plan, especially doing remote work, can be really useful for both uh, an intern and a supervisor. So, As Brian said, if you have some time now while you're waiting for uh, maybe a response, put together a learning plan as to what some of those projects could be, what you hope to, what kind of skills or experience or knowledge you hope to gain from those and how you can, the exact way you can gain those skills and knowledge. So that when you hopefully can move into a remote experience, you have something that both you and the supervisor can look back on as kind of a log of projects to kind of keep everybody on track. And you've done some of the legwork right now um, just to keep everyone on the same page, especially because doing remote work um, means that you'll need to check in um, fairly often with a supervisor. So it's good to have everything written down.
0: Yeah, I think, I think just even thinking about your own, the steps you took to get to where, whatever is going to be for the summer, I think that process is going to prove valuable in the long run. I mean, this is everybody grappling with a rather stark sense of adversity right now. And I think it's important to understand how you grappled with this uh, personally and professionally. And I think that 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 story is maybe one that, you know, has its place in time. And I'm not advocating that everyone walk around and, and tell their story about it in that way. Like, this is how I dealt with it. But if it helps you, if it helps you just value where you've come from in the last month, Right. I mean, I can think back to what I felt on March 7th and what I feel like today and how, you know, here we are doing a podcast episode, whereas three weeks ago that was not a priority or even an idea at the time. And here we are. We've been able to make that adaptation. And so I think for anyone that's looking to particularly at a short term experience, but even thinking about what the next few months may look like if you're starting a new experience and it may be remote or altered in some way. Document it just so that you can, I think, re- in in retrospect, appreciate the process by which you went through to make this shift happen, because there's a lot of personal ingenuity going on here. And I think that needs to be a- a- appreciated.
1: Yeah. So we've also um, on, on the Office of Career Strategies website, we have... dedicated section that actually includes some key resources for identifying remote work. So I know we spent a lot of time today talking about how to um, transition an in-person position into a remote position potentially, Um, but we also recognize that you may be in need of some resources to identify remote work um, from the get-go. So um, ocs.yale.edu, we have a robust list of resources under our summer plans in COVID-19 page
0: yeah excellent resources that'll help you uh, unlock any of those mysteries but also um you know a lot of other resources that'll help you get a good firm footing if you're even just starting this process now if you're coming out of the fog and just saying well what am i what am i, what am I going to do uh, a lot of great resources there that will, will help you on your way um, so with that we are going to wrap up this episode we thank you very much for your time we hope you're all doing well we hope you are all um adapting nicely And we hope to see you uh, when all this is uh, said and done. We'll have a couple more episodes uh, as we sort of tackle um, this very, very real and very uh, in real time topic. Uh, But we thank you for tuning in and we'll uh, catch you next time. Thanks, everybody. (laughs)